Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Welcome to another episode of In The Field Podcast. I got my boy Joe Lofton waiting on us. I'm about to bring him in. Shout out to my bro, Joe Lofton, Pittsburgh's finest. My bro, what's good? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Wait, hold on. There we go. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. My Brody, Joe Lofton in the building, Pittsburgh's finest, man. You know, that's why I had to throw the whiz on here. <laughs> My man. You know, you know what it is, man. What's going on with you? Not much, man. Just looking at this beautiful view right now, man. Just, you know, enjoying life. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Oh, background. Can't complain, man. Can't complain. It's been a minute since we done chopped it up. Yeah. Um, too long, man. But yeah, man, I can't complain, man, on this little break right now. Um, I got to get back to the gym at four. Um, so, but outside of that, getting used to getting back to work now that the quarantine technically over for us in Ohio, but it looked like we about to get ready to go back on that thing because um, it's been a bunch of outbreaks or whatever. But um, how you been dealing with the quarantine? Like how, how has it been out there in Pennsylvania? Uh, you know, just like everybody else, man, we're just trying to adapt. And mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. Uh, I think the uncharted waters are kind of scary for everybody, but everybody's going through it. So, you know, just one day at a time, that's all you can do, really. Yep. Yes, sir. So family, everybody good? Family straight? Nobody came in contact with it? Good. Everybody's good. My nephews are nine, six, and three. We we in okay. the backyard doing football, trying to get them right. Trying to, trying to build some receivers back there. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Dope, man. Dope, man. Well, um, like I said, we are in the field here. Hold on. Where, where we at? Let me go ahead and hit my. I could be standing in the field and he still ain't in the field. You know what it is. Everything's real in the field. We in the field, baby. We in the hey, field. Hey, I like oh, it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, like we going to dive right in here, man. Um, like I said, before you hopped on here, I was like, you know, your story is real interesting because you – you real laid back and you real quiet. I wouldn't say shy, but you just super laid back and quiet that you can kind of get lost in the cracks with the kind of stuff that you're doing because you're not really, you know, flashy or flamboyant like that. But because um, like I said, I'm real interested, man, just knowing how you got that start with the Steelers. I know that's your team, that's your hometown, but because um, that was kind of something that I was looking to get into if football didn't work out, you know, just some way trying to get involved in the front office, man. So I'm definitely interested in picking your brain on that. But um, what do you remember about the first time, you know, you played football or, you know, or any sport? Was football the first sport for you? Uh, basketball, actually. I love basketball, man. I okay. was a huge Cooper. Kobe fan. Huge. Oh, rest in peace, Kobe, man. Rest in peace, Kobe, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I was yeah, a Hoover my Kobe. whole life. And then uh, I went to Willow Hills High School, and we're known for football. So okay. I was like – probably got a better chance at getting a shot playing football in college than basketball. So that's how I started playing. I didn't play until the ninth grade. Football? Wow. So I don't know if you knew that, but uh, I definitely didn't know that. That's cool. I was I was trash in ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I was trash. <laughs> I was uh, you know, first day of practice, our receivers lined up over here, all 30 of us in a receiver line. They pulled me aside like Tight in. I was like, Ooh. oh man. <laughs> so I had to work my way up. Right. Did they so like they said tight end what? Cause like how you was built back then. I mean, like you always had the bigger body or whatever, but 
uh, more slim now, obviously, than back then. But like I said, you were, they just automatically was like, nah, you're not going out there. Yeah, facts. And at the time, I didn't really know my role or my body. I didn't really know myself. I was just, I want to catch touchdowns. Right, right, right. So um, being that, like I said, you played basketball pretty much all the way up until um, your freshman year in high school. What was that first basketball memory like? That's a good question, man. I wore number, so growing up, I was wearing number eight for Kobe. And then when I got to high school, I tried to find my own identity. I started wearing 22. And I was I was good on defense. I was a hustler. And I could make right-handed layups. And that's it. <laughs> nothing else. No left hand, no jump shots, nothing. Mm, just the, the 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 hard work. You in there bumping elbows, board man, huh? You was board man before right. board man. <laughs> right. And it, it's funny because now, you know, YouTube started becoming popular over time. Mm-hmm. So I just started watching more and more and more and more film and just started kind of building skills off of that, just watching highlight tapes. Right. So, like, with basketball at a young age, were you doing travel, like, ball, like, all the time, or, like, you were just locally or playing with playing in school? Uh, so, I played in a school. I did AAU league. Uh, I did little leagues on the side. And I, I won championships growing up. So, mm-hmm. I mean, ba- I could play basketball all day. I'll lace up my shoes right now. Oh, oh yep. And I work polo and <laughs> give you some buckets. Mm-hmm. And get it in. That's what's up, man. Um, well, you, the next question I had was, um, who did you look up to in regards to sports? But you said that was Kobe. Um, was there anybody else outside of Kobe or he was just the main one for you? Mainly Kobe. But the more when I started playing football more, I would say Randy Moss, Torrey Holt. Oh, Torrey Holt. I like that one. With Dalian Thomason. Who else? Shannon Sharp. Mm, dope. Dope. That's, that's probably who I play like the most. Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of fast for linebackers, but big for corners. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just get it where I can fit in. And- yep, absolutely. So um, being that Kobe was that main guy for you, what, like, could you recall, like, what, game you saw or what was it that you saw was like man like when did you when was the first time you heard of Kobe I was I can't remember what age I was I just remember seeing this eight in this purple and gold and I'm like yo this dude <laughs> is nice he got the crispy afro going <laughs> on everybody and this is before I even knew who Shaq was really I was just a mm. Kobe fan so when Shaq came along it was over right and was- it was Derek Fisher's Rick Fox's Mm-hmm. Players over time. Man. You a diehard Laker fan? Oh yeah, I was there when Lonzo Ball was there, and we had that three year slump. Mm-hmm. Kobe was hurt, so I don't I don't appreciate the the bandwagon fans when LeBron came right. Out yeah, <laughs> see, and no, uh, I I wouldn't say that's me. Like I said, I'm only I'm rooting for them because I'm a LeBron fan. Like you know, I like LeBron wherever he go. You know. And ultimately, I was just want to see good basketball. Like, it really don't even matter. I'm always root for my hometown, um, even though they super trash right now. They making moves in the front office, I've seen. Yeah. But they um they super trash. And, um, I mean, how do you have any feelings or, like, when you was a kid growing up, like, why Pittsburgh didn't, didn't have a basketball team? Or, like, do y'all have something locally? Like, a because um, I was about to say, ain't no G League team. No? No. So, and I think that's why I gravitated towards the LA Lakers because we didn't have a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and the closest team here is the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, you know, you know I'm going to leave that. Leave that <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So, um, 
And I find it crazy, man, that, that like I said, that you're working with the Steelers, you're from Pittsburgh, and you obviously was probably a fan growing up, but that never persuaded you to start football earlier, being that, you know, Pittsburgh is a, a, a great team, a great franchise, great organization? Yeah, uh, I just never – nobody in my sports played family, and I think that had an effect on me not playing football. And, you know, I think my body was telling me, all right, you need to play football. I started mm-hmm. growing a little bit, started getting some triceps mm-hmm. a little bit, started getting a little thick. So, you know, when I first started, to be honest, I hated it. Yeah. I was at tight end. My hands would be hurting. People using their, their helmets as, as weapons. I'm like, right. man, this game is terrible. Yeah, yeah. You weren't used to the physicality of it. Mm-hmm. Having over, that time, yeah. over time, I learned. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do defense at all? Yeah, I was a – I played everywhere. And the same thing I did on offense, too. I kind of played that X through Z slot. And mm-hmm. defense, I was kind of a, like a stand-up outside linebacker. That, that was fun. Okay, so that was fun. You could deliver the punishment, hit somebody. But like I said, that's kind of like me. I'm the opposite. That's probably why I never really got so hands-on into blocking. Like, once I found out we could chop block and cut people down, <laughs> that was cool, man. Um, but you were fast, though, man. You got all the tools. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's, and that's crazy, man, because I had to work to get that. Like, I wasn't just naturally fast. I had to, like, over time, I think it started probably my freshman or sophomore year in high school where I had to, like, I was stretching more. I started running track and doing all of those different things to up my speed. And, yeah, once I got into college and things like that, it kind of just took off for real. I remember when you first got to Tiffin, bro. I'm like, who is this? He, he got in front of the whole receiver line. Yo, <laughs> I, said, I said that to somebody on the pod. I think it might have been how, man, I think. Uh, shout out my boy TJ. Um, on our episode, I said the same thing. I was like, I came from BG, um, and I wasn't – like, because at BG, I was too cocky to be like, man, why am I red-shirted? So that set me back. And then once I got to Tiffin, I kind of reprogrammed myself and was like, all right, I got to be humble. So I just came in there super humble, but – being that it was a new coaching staff and they was loving me or whatever, and people was mad at me for that. And I was like, why y'all mad at me for them just throwing me in there? Like, that's just – that's what they wanted to see. And I can remember to this day, man, it was an eight call, and I caught that corner for a touchdown. We was in team. <laughs> I caught that ball, man. It was funny, man. But um, I'm trying to think of when. Like, when and, and, well, and well deserved, man. You, you, you came in there, took spots, and you was killing it, man. <laughs> But you made everybody else better. Yeah, man. That's And that's what I tried to do because I was never really vocal. I was always trying to lead by example or, you know, stay late, do some workouts, come in early. Me and Pip talked about that in our episode. My senior year, how spring ball, we would have 5 a.m. practice, but we would be in there at 4, um, you know, just trying to get it in, man. But, yeah, like I said, I tried to do what I can do and leave my mark. Um, but heading into your freshman year, like you said, in high school, um, how has your great, how has your game progressed in basketball, and then later in the football season, how has your game progressed then? Uh, the, the the biggest the biggest thing is probably confidence. Um, <clears throat> you know, as, as a ninth grader, you're you're seeing all these big athletes, and you're kind of new to the game. Mm-hmm. But once you start learning the system and learning techniques, and you got better coaching at a higher level, I think over time. I just I started to really love the game, and I fell in love with the grind, the lifting the weights, the 
trying to cut my weight down and gain some speed. Because mm-hmm. um, when I first started, I had zero confidence. I remember being in a game in ninth grade, and I'm like, hey, I'm kind of open for real. He might throw me the ball. Oh, he threw the ball. Oh. <laughs> no confidence, and it would be a drop. But fast forward to junior, senior year, I'm catching that thing all day. I, I want you to throw me the ball. Right. Right. So – with um, Fred, like you, did you play freshman ball or like were you on JV as a freshman? Like, how did y'all high school do that? So we had a ninth grade team, so I played on okay. ninth grade. Okay. And uh, tenth grade JV, I played a little bit of special teams my junior year, but I didn't start. I didn't start on my football team until my senior year, like week two. Mm. And the the tight end in front of me was Mike Lee. Mike Lee was a dog. He went to uh, Purdue. Okay. Tight end. But I had the hands, so eventually they switched me out to receiver, and I never looked back. Oh, oh yeah, because our high school uh, started in sophomore, so we had the JV, and then if you were good enough, you would play varsity for your junior senior year. But um, we had three junior high schools that were seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, and the ninth grade class all went to one high school in tenth grade. So it was kind of weird, um, and like I said, that was me just moving from the city into the suburbs. So that was a real like culture shock for real. Yeah. Um, Cause I ain't never played freshman ball or anything like that. So that was new for me. Um, but what's one memory that stands out to you about your freshman year, whether it be football or basketball? Let me see. Uh, probably, probably getting like my first catch, honestly. Okay. Once you get that first one out of the way. It's like, all right. This yeah. You good. Bro. Yep. You good. Now I'm ready to get into that end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't make me throw the rings on today and everything. Okay, hey, yeah, flash those things. Yep, super high school, super dope. Those Wolverines. Okay. And then uh, this is my arena ring right here. I won this last oh, year. Yes, sir. Oh. Oh. Super dope, super dope. Hold on, with a like a round of applause, round of applause for my guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's dope, man. Yeah, we couldn't. Unfortunately, get a high school um, ring. We lost in the state championship my senior year um, by 10 points, um, which was crazy. And then I do have an arena ring, though. Shout out to the Sioux Falls Storm in South Dakota. Um, I do have one of those. So that's dope. Um, Memories that'll last forever, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's why we play the game, man. Um, I remember my um, high school and college teammate, Charlie, he was like, I'm not getting married. I'm not getting nobody a ring until I get a ring for football. <laughs> and um, that, I was like, yo, that, that makes perfect sense, man. And I started to adapt to that as well. And luckily, I was able to get my football ring before I got the actual ring. So that was dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. So um, that was, a, like I said, good memory for you. You said you had the, your first catch. You remember what route it was, what game? It might have just been like a little scene. It was probably a scene. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Coming out the tight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Dope, man. And um, we kind of touched on this too. Um, you said you know you started to mature, get bigger. You start to see your confidence grow your freshman year as you start to dive more into the weight room and started to do things like that. And then you said your junior senior year pretty much took it off. So what year did you guys win that state? Was it your junior year or senior year? So that was senior year. And the the funny thing is, when I first started playing in ninth grade. We knew from the jump we was winning the championship, period. Mm, there, was, <laughs> there was so much talent on that team. Right. And, you know, in ninth grade, a lot of my teammates were already playing JV. We had a couple guys that were already playing a few grades up. But 
you know, you go into something knowing that you're going to win mm-hmm. and have the confidence to win, you're you're going to win it. And right. that's how we got this bad boy right here. Dope, dope, man. And uh, what do you remember about that game? Like, was it a blowout? Was it close? Like, it was, it was close. It was a defensive game. We played the Gateway Gators, Woodland Hills Wolverines versus Gateway Gators. It was a game of defense. It, the, the game was only 10 to nothing. Mm. And there was, there were some studs on Gateway, too. Okay. But I just remember it being that's the coldest game I've I've ever played. I was about to say, y'all was outside. Were y'all at the Steelers? Um, yep. We were right at Heinz Field, uh, right next door to me. I could see it from right here. Dope. That that wind rips right off the river. So I, I remember putting oh. Vaseline on my whole body. Man. Man, he said by far one of the coldest games. I had a cold game too. I might have been in the eighth grade. It was legit snowing. I'm talking about field lines, everything covered in snow. We still out there. Eighth graders getting it in, but it was fun though. Now, but, Michigan weather's different. Yeah, man, super, super different, man. I'm trying to tell you. Um, did you have anybody on your on your team um that senior year like go anywhere um D one D two outside of oh, your? Yeah. So we had a uh, we had I played with four guys that went to the NFL that was on my senior team. Okay, dope. So we had we had KK Mosley Smith, um, Warren Price, Quentin. Pitts, I mean, excuse me, Quentin Jefferson and Lafayette Pitts. Okay. And then we had a ton of guys go Division Two. Um, on top of that, and that's how I ended up at Tiffin, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, talk to me about that. Like, was Tiffin your only option? Like, how was your recruiting process? Did you have, you know, teams looking at you before your senior year in high school? Did you go to any camps or anything like that? Yeah, I did go to a few camps, but honestly, I don't think it did a whole lot for me. But I didn't get any offers until my senior year, probably midway through the season. Okay. I only had two offers. I had an offer from Tiffin University, and I had an offer from St. Vincent College. Excuse mm. me, who's Division Three? And so. And where were they at? Uh, St. Vincent College is in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, which is where the Steelers hold their training camp. At. Okay. And obviously, you know where where Tiffin is. Yeah. yeah. We uh we played the Penn Hills Indians in the playoffs, I believe. Or it might have been like one of the last games of the season. Like this is pretty much our, our rival team game was going crazy. Couldn't even look up in the stands. It was way too much going on. Right. But I remember catching this deep post. I ended up making this great catch of safety. Um and it it was in the it was a front page in the newspaper the nope. next day. My mom went and bought ten copies for me. <laughs> nope. And honestly, I think I think that's how I got into Tiffin University was that catch mm. right there. Mm. So they probably was either – do you think they was at that game? Or that probably just – that was on your highlight tape or something or just the uh, buzz around for the sure. that play? For sure. That's crazy, man. Um, in Pennsylvania, football is, is, is great, man. We uh, – this area alone I – just, I just did the research. We have over 125 guys in NFL from this area. Wow. My high school alone, 18. That made it. Damn! Damn! <laughs> 18 alone from Woodland Hills. That's crazy, man. And I, when I got to Bowling Green, because um, we had probably like five or six guys in my freshman class that were that was from the um, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia area, whatever. And um, that's when I found out how real like the football is in Pennsylvania because you guys, I found out that way. And then um, apparently you, Pennsylvania and Ohio got an all-star game, right? Like the big, 
what is it? The big Ohio, the big thirty-three, the big thirty-three. All Star game, yeah. Yeah, they still doing that, right? Yeah. That's crazy, man. Because um, one hundred and twenty. I can imagine Michigan probably up there somewhere, or I am trying to think of an area, but some studs for sure, man. Some yeah. studs for sure. That's nuts. Yeah. Woodland Hills means a lot to me, man. You know, Coach Novak is a legend in this area. He put a lot of guys in the NFL. That's mm-hmm. WC still. He's still coaching at the high school. No, he uh he retired about four or five years ago. Okay. But one of the most legendary coaches probably in that area, then. Huh? Yeah. Facts. Sure. And um, if I'm mistaken, because um, we got a mutual connection at Bowling Green in that freshman class, my boy BT. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all go to he? He didn't go to the same high school, did you? No, he went to uh, I believe he went to Washington, but yeah, we do got mutual. I play each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. And Marcus, if you if you recall, we we did an internship together over the summer. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah, we getting into that for sure. We uh, def- Yeah, we are definitely getting into that. Um. So now that you at Tiffin, um, you know, what are your thoughts about you know leaving, um, home? Have you ever been away from home, um, before, like for a long period of time? Never. I remember when we unloaded the truck and my parents left. I was like, all right, y'all, see y'all later. Cool. Just started crying right then and there. They hit me. But you know what? Uh, probably three weeks after that, I was good. It was straight? Okay. Was good. Mm-hmm. So I was, was you- to, I was able to kind of get a feel for what it's like to become a man and, mm-hmm. you know, the only tell you what's right or wrong. Right. I'm a man now, so... Mm-hmm. Cause I can Im- I can imagine you probably close with your mother. I'm super close with my mom. Would you consider yourself a mama's boy? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sure. So how was it on mom's? Like I said, I know you you were probably holding it in. Like I said, then when she left, you know, we just let it all out. You kind of say what that was the same with her. Oh yeah, for sure. It it was I'm weird, man. Like <laughs> it was weird, but we all got to grow up sometime. Oh yeah, facts, man, facts. So. You in Tiffin now, um, like I said, you're away from home and you're starting to get adjusted to, you know, to, to being a man. What was one memory that you could take away from, like I said, once you first got to Tiffin and you're around, you know, the team and you're starting to become and you're starting to realize, like, yo, I'm about to play college football? That's a good question, man. Uh, I think just realizing how many people are good at football in, in the U.S. that are all coming to one college to play. So it don't matter how good you were in high school. Everybody was good in high school. Yep. Yeah, in college now. And uh, probably my favorite memory is probably meeting like my, my best friends, like the, the team, the team sloppy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout the boys out who that'll be Cork, uh, McCorkle. Sean Free, Stacks. Uh, Sean Free, Stacks. Shout out my boy Stacks. Yeah, me and Sean, me and Freeman about to, uh, we about to put something together here soon too because he literally like 10, 15 minutes away from me. So we for sure, oh, yeah. yeah, we for sure going to link up. But right. um, yeah, you said that's probably your favorite memory, huh? Meeting, meeting your guys, huh? Yeah, it, it was weird because I, uh, it's funny, I went up there with about seven or eight teammates from my high school. We all got. Uh, yeah, I uh, think that's one thing I remember too. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Y'all had that school lit, man. <laughs> Walked in with the Letterman's on, like, oh, be yeah. <laughs> here. That's funny, man. Um, yeah. 
so when you got to like where you're where they recruit did they recruit you as a tight end or were they telling you like you're gonna do receiver as well it's funny because i think i was the only person listed as athlete on the whole round <laughs> and at some point they switched me to tight end and fullback and we didn't even have a fullback in the offense so i'm like what is going sure on didn't. they uh they had me with number 32 i was like oh no nah, this gotta go i'm a receiver i can't be wearing 32. So that's when I ended up switching to number 83. Yep. And that number was your number for sure. Cause like I said, I can just see it. could close my eyes. I'm saying 83 <laughs> for sure. See a Joe in that thing. Um, and I was, like I said, once I got there, um, I didn't really, like I said, know a lot of people were still trying to get adjusted to the offense, but um, I had this conversation with Austin Rankin, um, how I felt like they still could have did a good job with implementing different people in the offense. Like we had, because I bounced around, like I said, when I got there, I was at Y, and then they moved me to H, and then I got moved to X, then I got moved to Z. Like, I played literally all four of those positions, and um, I felt like it was definitely room for everybody because our receiving core was crazy. Like, we had we had everybody that did different things well. It was nuts. Like, you had you. You, you could have been that big body tight end, um, I felt like, like I said, it's no shout out my boy Mark Rogers, no disrespect, but you should have been getting way more clock and way more tick than my man's Mark Rogers, man. We felt like we could have did a lot of damage with you out there on the field, man. So, like, how were you dealing with that? Like, I can imagine that that probably was playing with your mental a little bit. Like, man, they brought me here, but now, nah, like, I'm not getting utilized how I'm supposed to be getting utilized. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was a few things about Tiffin, you know, um, and I would I will say the biggest thing for me is I couldn't stay healthy my whole college career. I yeah. had that back off. Um, and that's one thing I really do regret because I want I wanted to play with Pitt so bad. I, yeah. I already knew I was making all conference. Mm-hmm. I already knew. But um, but yeah, I was I was kind of the same way. I kind of moved from X to Z to that that slot to that sliding fullback in the, in the yeah. back. If you if you know the offense, man, you make some plays, it'll get you in there. Yeah. And I kind of forgot about the injuries too, man. Like, what do you think that that was just like just bad luck, or was it something you was doing in the weight room, or were you dealing with injuries in high school? Yeah, it, it initially started in high school. Okay, uh, it kind of creeped up on me my sophomore year, and it went away. And then it was it was two weeks before senior year going into training camp. I was squatting, and I just felt it. It was just mm-hmm. next day I couldn't even bend over. Done. That's nuts, man. You ever had you have to have surgery on it? No, nah, no surgery. It, it, it's self healed. Okay. And, you know, it's funny because that's the reason why I played arena football because <laughs> I couldn't go out like that. I could. Right. I knew. I knew I was going to be great. I knew I was. Yeah, so, man. You was very. You was very one of the underrated people, man. Like I said, you you was blocking. You was physical. You like I said, you always had hands. You was making catches out there. I was like, yo, like it was between. Because, like I said, I, I can catch, but, like I said, my, I knew my strength was my speed. And I wasn't ashamed to say that you and probably for sure Paco probably had the best hands on the team, man, for real. Y'all was out there snagging that ball. It was nuts. And that's probably come from you looking at receivers, like you said, Torrey Houghton and Randy Mosses and people like that, because them for sure were some guys who was catching that rock. I forgot to throw this guy in there, my man Hans Ward. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Utility man. That's one man who I looked at for trying to um, do blocking. Him and Larry Fitzgerald, I feel like the two the two best um, blocking receivers, man, for real. Um, but what's one year at Tiffin you can uh, point to, like I said, good or bad, 
that, you know, taught you something or, you know, you really can, that's on the top of your mind right now. Right now, I would probably say uh, just, just that freshman year, man, because we, I mean, our whole start in offense and defense was probably all true freshmen, honestly. Um, I didn't play a whole lot of offense or defense. I played all special teams, and I loved it. <laughs> I was just happy to be in college. I got a number on my back. I got people wearing my jersey in the stands. I'm just happy to be playing football. That's dope. And, man, I was – I had a great year in special teams. Great. Oh man. But as you, as you start to grow and learn more, I was like, all right, how can I get better at receiver? You know what I mean? And Tiffin was in the most stable – institution. So yeah. I, I think I had two or three wide receiver coaches while I was there. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, mm-hmm. how things kind of went. But, yep. you know, for example, I didn't even, I didn't know how to stem at corner until like my sophomore year of college. Me neither. For real. I had never right. even heard that terminology or stepping on any toes or none of that. Now imagine knowing that in high school, <laughs> how much better Probably still D one. Like we all probably would have been D one. Yeah, for real. And I can imagine only with you having the exposure that you guys already got, the history that you guys already got. Um, yeah, that could have been that could have been definitely something, man. But you point that to that freshman year. Um, I probably I guess could too, because that year was like I said, me coming from BG was a culture shock, man. I'm used to meal cards and. Free food and all of that stuff, man, coming like, nah, we, the calf food wasn't really in. Shout out Vicky for the omelets, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that was about it for the omelets and the fries, for real. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Vicky was saving lives out here. <laughs> she was, dude. She for sure was. And um, like I said, man, I guess that um, you talking about how, how happy you were to be playing on special teams, man, I feel like that's – that's something that should be highlighted, man. I'm going to try my best to highlight that um, once we wrap this episode up and I put the clip out because I'm coaching high school right now in an inner city school in Dayton, and it's a team full of talented kids, but they don't see the bigger picture, man, and it's hard to get mainly inner city kids, primarily black kids, to understand, you know, you got to put the work in, and if this don't work out, well, don't you know, just toss it to the wayside because you can still get to where you're trying to go just a different way. Like, you don't got to be the main guy on offense. You was the main guy on special teams, but like I said, barring injuries, you could have did something with that. I'm trying to – I'm drawing a blank on the guy in the NFL who um, made his mark on special teams. He was a receiver too. Can't think of his name right now. There's a a lot of guys like that, man. And that's the thing. You get to college and NFL, they don't care who you are. You're going to play special teams. Yep. Yep, for sure, that's usually, man. That's usually a good start for everybody. Yep. Uh, James Harrison was a special teams guy before he even started that linebacker, worked his way up. He, had, he went to Kent State, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, oh. Worked his way up, man. Look at him now. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. Definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, so outside of your football experiences at Tiffin, and this is something that I didn't know probably until my junior or senior year, how involved you were with a lot of stuff outside of football on the campus. So um, just talk to me a little bit about that, of like the things that you were into um, that ultimately set yourself up where you're at now. Yeah, so uh, shout out to Bonnie Till. I love Bonnie. Definitely shout out to Bonnie Till. Definitely. <laughs> James Padilla, too. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. 
who's in sport law. But here, here's the thing, you know, uh, you know, a, car a career in sports, first of all, is hard to get. It's like it's like a football roster. There's going to be a thousand receivers. So what's going to be, what are you going to do to separate yourself from everybody else? And Bonnie kind of like put that in my in my head, like, what are you going to do to separate yourself when you graduate? Like, what's going to be the difference between you getting this job or him getting this job? You know, is it going to be your work experience? Is it going to be your work ethic? So that was my mindset every day. And we're paying for college. So you might as well get the most out of it that you can. Right. So it didn't matter if we went out on Tuesday nights to the viaduct or whatever. I was at the next morning at those business meetings. So I was in a business club. I was in a sport management club and I was in the hospitality club every single oh. week. And that's because I, I just wanted to learn. I just wanted to be, I just wanted to get stuff on my resume and I just wanted mm -hmm. to keep learning. So when I get out of here, I'm trying to hit the ground running. And that you did, man. You for sure did that. So when did you, did you join all those clubs at once? And when was that? Like, was that your sophomore year or freshman year right out the gate? Freshman year was sport management club only. But oh. I was like, you know, why limit myself to just sports? So I'm going to check out business with uh, Danielle Foster. Shout out to Miss yeah, Foster. Yeah. And uh, hospitality club as well. I didn't know anything about hospitality, but that's why I went to the meetings because I wanted to mm -hmm. figure out what I like. Um, so, yeah, man, you might as well, if you're going to pay for it, you might as well get the most out of it that you can. And that shows you how close-minded I was. Um, I mean, because, like I said, at that time, and this, like I said, what, what my dad was telling me growing up, or once we start to see that football could potentially take off, was like, this is the plan. Like, we didn't have no plan B, no plan C. We focused on football. So I put all of my time, effort, energy, everything into – into football and wanting to make my dream happen. But that's all good. You can still do that. But I didn't take the initiative to take control of my own life, knowing that all right, I'm in college, I'm on my own. I'm trying to be a man. Let me make my own decisions. Um, I was just rolling with the flow because I was buying into what my pops was, you know, was, was preaching. And like I said, no slight to him, but, um, you know, we still got to be mindful and conscious of, you know, taking control of our own life and setting us up or multiple different things if that one thing don't work out. So I wish, like I said, if I can do anything different, I definitely probably would have did that different. I went to a couple meetings and, you know, did some couple little seminars and um, some little business events and stuff that they would hold on campus. Um, but in the back of my mind, I wasn't taking it as serious as I should have took it um, then. So like I said, that's props, major props and kudos to you, man. Because like I said, that was something that when I seen that, I was like, yeah, that that definitely inspired me, man, and moved me a different way because not a lot of people would, you know, would do that. They are still, you know, just focused on that one dream, man. So that was dope that you was able to take control, man, and set yourself up for that. And like you said, you pretty much hit the ground running. So was the was that Steelers like that position? You had your mind set on that, like kind of how like people got their mind set on the NFL. That was just the end goal for you was to try to get back home to Pittsburgh. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I was like, when I move back home, I'm either going to work for the Steelers, I'm going to work for the Pirates or the Penguins. And I work part-time for all three of those teams. That's what's and up. I kind of just, I just wanted to get my foot in the door, man. I, I literally just showed up my resume like, I need a job. Mm -hmm. Boom, showed all my experience, everything. And, you know, my, my mentality is the same way as football. I might not be the smartest or the brightest or the best or the strongest. 
but you're not about to outwork me. Mm-hmm. Period. So, so anywhere, anywhere I was at, all right, y'all, y'all taking a day off today? Y'all, y'all playing around? All right, you work extra hard today. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I didn't say no to anything. Any opportunities came up? You do this or that? Yes, no hesitation. And just work my way up from there. Yep, and like I said, man, that just goes back to you having that experience of the hospitality club, the business club, and the sports management club to have all of that on the resume. And then we briefly touched on the internship that we did with the basketball team. What was that, 2013? The summer? Or was that the summer of 2012? No, I know, summer of 2013. Yeah, that was the – because, yeah, yep, that was the summer of 2013. Um, And – I mean, it was a cool little internship, but we was like, man, we was really just freelancing every day for real. <laughs> Yo, man, we was freelancing some stuff, and we was trying to get some free gear. They wasn't looking out. We like, man, come on. We was, was moving furniture and everything. Oh. <laughs> like, right, man, we helped the coach move and everything. Like, man, this part, this part of the description is what we got to do. But even to your point, man, you – you didn't have to stay there for the summer and do that. You know right. what I mean? You took time in your summer to do an internship as well. Yeah, man. I spent I spent every summer of my college career in, at the college. Like BG, my before when I graduated high school, the next day mm-hmm. I was in BG for the summer. That next summer, even when I knew I was probably going to transfer, I was still in BG for the summer. And then once I got to Tiffin, I spent every summer in Tiffin. Right. Um, but that was cool, man. Like I said, it was a cool – a cool experience. Um, working those basketball camps was fun. Yeah. Uh, either being a referee or uh, <laughs> which what I'm doing now is crazy because I'm refereeing basketball games and things like that. But I am too. That's crazy. Yeah, man. That's dope. How you liking it? You think it's cool? It's interesting. Uh, it's a it's an adult league. It's a rec league. Okay. And what I learned is everybody's not going to like you. Nope. And either everybody wants a foul or it wasn't a foul. You just got to accept it. Man, yeah, man, you gotta have tough skin, man. Cause I most of the times I just be laughing stuff off. I'd be like, man, like you you don't have the whistle. Like you don't you can't I, I get it. And then after the game, if it's something real heated, like you know, I get it, heated the moment type thing. But some stuff, like I said, you can't help but laugh. Especially with me, because I'm doing I've done some adult leagues, but I'm doing like fourth grade, fifth grade, um, even some high school. So it's just funny, man, to be able to be on the other side of it. Um, you ever thought about doing football, refereeing football? I, I thought about it. I did. Um, and we'll we'll see what happens down the road. But yeah, I was like, I, I don't think I played it, and I was just like, I don't think I can stand out there. And I feel like it'll be slow. Like as a referee watching football, I feel like it'll just be real slow basketball. You know, you up and down, everything fast paced. Um, I kind of like that better. But um, getting back on track, though, um, like I said, with you graduating. Um, you setting yourself up, you pretty much hit the ground running. You knew where you wanted to go. Um, you know, you knew that you wanted to be in Pittsburgh. Um, were there other opportunities thrown your way to where like you might've have to live somewhere else or, or move somewhere else for another opportunity? Or like you was just so focused on Pittsburgh. You didn't even really pay it no mind. Just like you said, man, I put all my eggs in one basket. Okay. I wanted to stay in Pittsburgh. So I was still living at home. I'm only about 15, 20 minutes from the city. So it's okay. not forward to get to all the facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was my motivation at the end of the day. Like, all right, you either got to make it here or you're going to have to move to wherever and do this and that. So, you know, I've had some interviews along the way. I could have potentially moved to New York for a job. Um, 
possibly Cleveland, a couple other places, but I, I wanted to want to stay here, man, leave my mark. So what um like what opportunities or what things did that did you do before um you got with the Steelers or before you even got with like the Penguins and the Pirates? Like were you doing anything locally to to beefing up and improve your resume or like I say you just went straight to like what was the first gig? Was it the Pirates or the Penguins or what which one of those was first? The first gig was the Pirates and that was the summer that I came home. Um like when you graduated? Yeah. Okay. And it's funny that you bring that up because I've been making like nickel and dime. When I first graduated, I was making nickel and dime for the first three yeah, and a half. Years. Yeah, them intern, them them <laughs> payments, man. And I had so I was working for the Pirates, Penguins, Steelers, and I was selling health insurance on the side because I wasn't making money. Right. You know, after that six months, the loans start to kick in. So I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I need to start bringing in some income. But uh, yeah, man, just the determination. And I'll I'll share the story with you. And I don't think I've really shared this before, but okay. Like determination. Like so, when I first graduated from college, I was like, all right, I need a job, right? So I made this whole plan of what I was going to do throughout the day. So I put on a freshest suit that I had on my closet. I printed out like like 22 resumes or something like that. I went to every college in Pittsburgh, to every professional facility in Pittsburgh, walked up in the office like, I need a job. Mm. For real. I was, when I tell you I was sweating my ass off that whole day, and I tell you what, out of, out of like the 22 places I stopped at, I only got word back from maybe two or three. And that's, and that's cool. Mm. So, and that's, that's one of the ways that I got in with the Steelers. I walked into the facility and this, this guy was in there at the front desk. And he's like, well, there's nobody really here that can take your resume, but I know you should talk to me. So just, just pass me your resume. And it was history from there, man. That is crazy, man. But like you said, determination. And that speaks to the idol that you looked up to. That's that Kobe Bryant in you. Because I was, I was watching – he had something. Um, it was called Muse. It like slipped through the cracks. I mean, you probably, I had no idea how I did not see this. Like it was crazy. Like there was something so good. How did that slip through the cracks? And how I not didn't I didn't see it. It was crazy. But I ended up watching it, and he talked about. Um, I think it was the playoff game when he air he shot all them air balls, or whatever, and he went back to the gym, and he said he did not leave the gym twenty four hours, did not leave the gym. That's dedication and determination. Yes, sir. Like, that's a different people. I thought like, all right, I'm waking up doing extra workouts or I'm staying there late after practice doing whatever, man. I was nowhere near trying to be great because I wasn't, I was making sacrifices, but that's an ultimate sacrifice to be in the gym all day, 24 hours and do nothing but shoot. Like, yeah. come on, man. That's why he up there with the ghosts. That's exactly why he was a GOAT, man. And I was one of the ones, like, I I respected his game and I knew that he was great, but I just wasn't, like, I wasn't a Kobe fan. Like, I would always poke fun and be like, I'm picking Chauncey over Kobe. Like, I would just be like, what are those was being funny? But I knew that he was a great man, and it's sad that, like I said, it took until, you know, unfortunately him passing away that people really just put it into perspective how his driving comp- competitiveness and that's is different, man. So whatever you think you're doing, you're not really you're not really doing nothing, man. And Kobe drove the world, not the USA, the, the world. 
the whole he wanted to change. He was going to change women's basketball, and I was looking so excellent. Yep, for sure. And me having a daughter, for sure, I was definitely looking forward to that because she won. Now, like I got the little the little play hoop, and she want to shoot baskets, and she want to kick a soccer ball, and she want to do this and do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big facts, big facts. I'm trying to we at we at the point now where I'm I'm telling her to jump. You gotta jump when you shoot and let it go with one hand. You can hold it with two, but let it go with one. So we getting out of the pushing and okay. we getting that yeah, we we slowly getting there. We slowly getting there. Um but yeah, man, like I said, I just want to tie that into like I said, you yeah. having that determination and that dedication, man, to put on your suit and literally all day hit these places, man, because I definitely didn't think about doing that. And that's something that probably I need to look into with if I'm wanting to, you know, become a trainer and do all of these different things, man, to step outside of your comfort zone. And if you really want something, you know, do it. Like, it don't, I didn't heard no's before people so afraid of hearing no. Like, people hear no every day. <laughs> like, the worst, that's the worst you're going to get is a no. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But for that reason, you're not going to know until you go through with it, figure yep. out yourself. Yep, and for whatever reason, like when it comes to something that we really want, we're scared to go after it because we're scared of hearing no. Um, so, I mean, that's, that, yeah, man, that's a dope story, man. I'm glad that you shared that, man. And like you said, it's been working out for you so far, man. So how long you been with them? Uh, how long you been with the Steelers? This is my, this is my seventh season now, which is crazy to say. That's dope, man. So I was a, I did uh, a few years. I did. Uh, I was a marketing intern. Okay. Um. My my second two years, I became a public relations intern, like full time for two years, and then I finally got hired full time this past June um, as a youth oh. coordinator. Oh man! Congrats, congrats, man! My boy, full time in that day, man. What I knew it was official when I seen the email. Joe Lofted Joe from the NFL. I was like, what? <laughs> You ever see the pursuit of happiness when Will Smith gets the job and he's outside like this? Mm-hmm. That was me. That was me. That's dope, man. That's dope. I can imagine that was a dream come true for you, man. And Lord knows what emotions you was feeling, man. Yeah. So just share that, man. Like when once they you got that call, like was this something they brought you into the office or they gave you a call? Like walk walk me through that. If so, you can. Uh, the 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 offer was through a letter and. It's, it's funny because throughout my journey, the the guy that originally hired me, his name is Mike. Love him. He's like my mentor. Shout out Mike. I, I worked with Mike for the first three years, and, you know, I didn't really know which direction I was going in after that. That's how I ended up in PR. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try out this PR thing. and Because I wasn't getting over with the Pirates. I wasn't getting anywhere with the uh, Penguins. So I invested all my time into the Steelers. Okay. So, just doing any event that I can, just always being there, just always, anytime y'all need me, I'm there. So I did the PR internship for two years. And then uh, Mike gave me my, my, my letter, my offer, and I, I was reading through it, man. I was just like, yeah, let me think about it for a second. Let's get outside. I'm, I'm outside, like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I called my mom, let her know. Man, I signed that thing so fast. Super dope, man. So it's, crazy man this this was my ultimate goal coming out of college and now it's 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 interesting now because now i'm resetting my goals so what's what's next for me mm-hmm. that's where i'm at in life mm-hmm. and what is that if you if you can share like if you can share what's like just one or two things that that you know you didn't set the goals that you didn't set for yourself 
uh, as of today or just? I mean, yeah, like I said, just, yeah, like just in general, once, like I said, you set the goal to get to where you at now, now you're reassessing, trying to come up with more goals. So like, what's just one or two real quick that, like I said, that you, that stands out to you right now? Um, so right now, I just want to invest all I can into the Steelers. Um, I got a ton of ideas. I got a ton of experience. I come from PR, came from a little bit of marketing. Uh, I've, I've been in basketball arenas, baseball stadiums and so I'm just trying to take everything that I know and pour it into this organization and, and just try to do my job as best as I can man that's what's and up you know five years from now I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing but that's that's where I'm at in life right now I'm trying to replan what's my next goal now that's what's up man so you got hired on full-time as PR youth football coordinator so it falls under market yeah, yeah. okay okay so I do a little bit of a uh, fan experience as well okay events. so when I, when I tell you, bro, it's my dream job, like, I, I wake up every day, like, oh, I'm ready to get to work. Yeah, man, because, like you said, you got – you kind of crossing all all things off the list. You you giving back um, with the kids, and you still be you, – you able to do some marketing with the team, and you still get to be around, you know, guys that's still playing on the team and things like that, so – like I said, man, you you kind of living living the dream right now, man, and it's dope. You at home, like you not tired of that. Like I feel like I'd be tired of that, man. Like because I grew up in Detroit, I did. Like I feel like I'd have been tired of being at home, but nah, you loving it. I'm trying to city of man, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I remember uh, I remember talking with my dad right before I went to college, and he was like, um, kind of similar to the conversation that y'all had. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, so what do you want to what do you want to be? Uh, when you grow up, like, what do you, you want to do? I'm, you know, offer it, play in the NFL. He's like, all right. So if the NFL doesn't work out, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I'm going to the NBA then, you know? Right. <laughs> One of them. He's like, he's like, no, you need to figure out a plan B, C, and D. And that's when I really started to think, like, all right, I should probably really start looking into careers and whatnot. And how can you get tired of sports? You know what I mean? Can't man, when you've been doing it since you were six years old, five years old, mm-hmm. this is I don't I don't see how people don't like sports. Like it's it's crazy to me. It brings families together, man. It's a, yep. It's never not an exciting environment. Yep. My, and, my favorite place to be on game days at the fifty yard line during every game, mm-hmm. watching the national anthem. Sixty eight thousand people, baby. It's crazy. Man, man, Joe, that is that's dope, man. Get chilled every time. So so happy for my, get chilled every time. That's dope, man. I'm so happy for my bro, man. And I was hoping to probably catch a game there, man. Um my high school, my high school buddy Carl Davis. Um, he was drafted by the Ravens, your arch rival. <laughs> um and like during his time playing with them, I think you might have been there. This was like yeah, 2015, 2016, probably 2017 too. Um, but then he ultimately ended up um, getting released and let go, um, but I still may have that chance because my boy Judon is on the is on the team on the Ravens team too. Um, okay. Ninety nine, uh, yeah, my boy Matt Judon. Like I say he been a he been a problem, okay. but it's gonna be real interesting. I can't wait. It's gonna be a good a good season, man. It's gonna be hopefully we can have a season. Um, but because like I said, with me coaching high school football too, man, I'm really I'm really hoping that you know they can toughen it out, man, and allow yeah. us to to see some football this year. Cause if we, if we, as basketball was all right, but if we got to postpone some football, man, problem. <laughs> one day at a time. Yeah. Yep. Time. 
Big facts, man. Well, I appreciate yeah, it, man. We give a shout out to Connection. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy, crazy segue because we're gonna close it out with nine questions with Jet Nine, man. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, nine questions with Jet Nine. Here we go. Um, you own an island. You can listen to five artists. Who you listening to? Can't just be rap. Not just R and B. Can be whatever you want it to be. Who your five artists? Great question, Drake. J. Cole, Party Next Door, mm. uh, Wiz, and give me, give me Ye. Wait, who? Old Kanye. Oh, old Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not really a Party Next Door fan, but hey, he got some songs. He got some slappers. He got this, some nice little. This mixtape crazy. Y'all may have to check those out because the album party, like this album that he just dropped, it was... Eh. The album's alright. Yeah, first a, two projects he dropped. Okay. I'm Bryce, Bryson Tiller too is up there. Okay, okay. He'll be your six man. He'll be your six man coming off the bench. Okay. Uh, favorite movie? Ooh. So, my, my favorite movie actually is Interstellar. You ever hear of it? Interstellar? Yeah. I swear, I've heard. I, I think I've had. I think I it's had. A, it's a space movie. It's a uh, with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And I'm just like, you know, I'm into wondering what's out there. So when I watch this movie, yeah, yeah. It's in my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm gonna have to check that out. And you got three hours to watch it. <laughs> three hours, huh? That's crazy. Interstellar. All right, bet. Uh, favorite TV show. Favorite TV show, Undisputed, man. Mm. Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. <laughs> okay, he picking that over first take, but I'm like, was, you uh, was, but you a Shannon Sharp guy, so like I said, yeah, you gonna you gonna ride. He be on there wilding too. <laughs> <laughs> Club Shay Shay. Yo, he be up there wilding. Uh, favorite cereal. Favorite cereal is tough. I gotta go uh, Apple Jacks, man. Mm, they in my top five. Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks in my top five. Like Apple Jacks. Uh, flats or drums? Give me them flats. Flats? Yeah. Let me get some hot sauce and ranch on the side. Yeah, I go back. <laughs> yeah, I go back and forth. I go back and forth sometimes. Um, the most recent book you read or the best advice you received lately? So I just finished Mamba Mentality. Kobe's book, actually. Okay. If you if you get a chance. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely adding that to the list. I got, I got his um, the um, the legacy and the queen, and then the other one that he did. I think they got a tennis racket on it or something. I got those. I got those two ordered, um, so me and my daughter can read those because she's a real reader. That's awesome, man. I feel like she would definitely like that book. And right now, I'm reading uh Steve Jobs actually. Okay. Yeah, pretty interesting. That's dope. That's dope. Um, what I'm on right now? I'm on Malcolm X autobiography. Um, Fire. I got a bunch of books next. This one right here, just because it's right here. Shout out Michelle Obama. Ooh. After Michelle Obama becoming book. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when I'm done with the Malcolm X book, I might dive into that. But I got some. I got some good books lined up though. Um, where we at? We at number seven. Uh, favorite thing to cook. Chicken tenders. <laughs> Easy. 
popping babies in the oven, <laughs> some honey mustard on the side. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> my man went oh he said chicken tenders nice and easy simple nice and easy. I ain't with all the fancy <laughs> pop them in the oven go play a game of 2k they done <laughs> yeah I, I see I see you on the story with the chicken and waffles homemade <laughs> ain't playing no games I be cooking a little bit <laughs> <laughs> oh that's dope that's dope um, if you can have four people at a dinner Anybody in the whole world, four people to have a conversation with, who you bring into the dinner? Four people. Man. Give me Kobe. You and Santoro. You and Santoro. Only people that said Kobe so far. That's dope. Give me Kobe. Give me LeBron. Give me. Got to go. It's tough. Got to go Drake, bro. We want Drizzy. And then I got to go, I got to go Barack. Mm. Barack in there. I like that list. Obama, Drizzy, LeBron, and Cole. Okay. Notice. I'm at work right now. Hold on. Last question. Question number nine. What's one thing you want people to know about you? Uh, the I will say the work ethic is untouched, unmatched. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that's life. That's that's sports. That's anything. That's dope, man. I like that. I like that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my man Joe Blow. I appreciate you, my brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what it is. Pittsburgh's finest. Woodland Hills finest. The Wolverines, huh? <laughs> the Wolverines. Yes, sir. That's third, man. My man. Well, I appreciate you again, my brother. Let them know where they can follow you at. Man, you guys can follow me at LL Cool Joe underscore 412. LL Cool uh, I got a YouTube channel coming out pretty soon. Stay okay. tuned for that. Dope, dope. It's already uh, up, but I got to upload some more content, so stay tuned. Okay, so, so what's the content? Just like some everyday stuff? It's, uh, it's, it's really for people. It's like a networking, um, how-to, business adequate, how to cut okay. hair. You know, I cut hair, too. Yeah, okay, okay. Dope, dope. A little bit of fitness, but it's really going to be more learning than anything. Like okay. how, to dress for, how to dress properly for an interview or how to mm -hmm. properly network and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Super dope. Yeah, definitely. Definitely going to be on the lookout for that, man. And we're going to for sure get that plugged on here as well. Um, but, man, yeah, that's all I got, man. Again, I appreciate you, bro. Again, we in the field with it. Everything's real in the field. You know what it is. My Brody. Again, right. man. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. All love, baby. Take care. All right, bro. Love yes, you, bro. Sir.